0: When it comes to chasing a dream, can you trust and follow the dreams and desires that are in your heart? Because let's be honest, how do you know that the dreams that are in your heart right now are a God dream and not just some other selfish ambition that will lead to a dead end where you find yourself frustrated, disappointed, and unfulfilled? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today as we'll be answering the question, is it okay to follow your heart? right here on the very last episode of 2019 of the sheep amongst wolves podcast Welcome John, Sunny Banans, welcome to the Sheep Amongst Wolves podcast, the podcast which is here to help you on your journey to living out the tangible expression of the God dream that is in your heart. I am your host, the Black Sparrow. And Matt. I am so excited about today's episode because I truly believe that today's episode has the power to set you up for a win in 2020. In fact, I'll even go as far as to say that today's episode is the most important episode of this entire season. And so you want to make sure that you stay tuned. But before we move on any further, I just firstly want to thank every single person who's taken the time to listen to episode one and two and also sent through feedback, comments just sharing on how the podcast has been impacting your life and uh, for me just makes me happy to see that the podcast is accomplishing that which I had in my heart for it to accomplish and so keep that feedback coming don't be shy just say hi (laughs) but uh, hey why don't we jump straight into today's episode where we're going to be answering the question is it okay to follow your heart Now, when it comes to the subject of following your heart, this is what I believe. I agree with what's said in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9, which is, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is now? Like I said, I completely agree with this because let's be honest, our hearts do have the tendency to lead us astray so many times. I mean, how many things did you feel in my feel 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 filler. feel, feel. Woo, listen feel my feel let's try that again how many times have you felt in your heart man this thing is for me i need to chase this thing and it looked good to you and you followed your heart and uh you were like yeah what a wow right and so i completely agree with jeremiah 17 verse 9 but i also agree with solomon's advice which is in ecclesiastes 11 verse 9 where he says hey Follow the impulses of your heart. If something looks good to you, pursue it. But wait a minute, isn't that awkward? Because I just said, like, you can't trust your heart because if you follow the impulses of your heart, chances are it will lead you astray. But then I also agree with what Solomon says to follow your heart and let your eyes lead you. And to be honest, I do agree with them. I believe we were created to follow our hearts and let our eyes lead us. And so the question shouldn't actually be whether or not we should follow our hearts. But I believe the question should be, how do I follow my heart in a way that won't lead me astray? That, my friends, should be the question. And so with that said, I'm going to share what we must consider if we are to follow our hearts in a way that won't lead us astray. Now, the first thing we need to understand is this. Our desires are shaped by the things we spend our time doing. Okay, our desires are shaped by the things we spend our time doing. And here's the scary truth. The desires that are in your heart right now are a direct reflection of that which you lend your time to. In Psalm 37 verse 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. So the more time that you spend with God, the more your desires will be a reflection of his desires. Because like I said, the desires that are in your heart are a direct reflection of that which you lend your time to. So if you want to make sure that the dream that's in your heart is a God dream, then you need to make sure that you're spending time with the God of the dream. And on that note, I want to ask you a question. What are the things that you're lending your time to? What are the conversations that you're engaging in? What are the things that you're listening to? What are the things that you are reading? What are the things that you're watching? Because like I said, the desires of your heart are a direct reflection of that which you lend your time to. And so if you're single and all you watch is rom-coms and The Bachelorette, do not be surprised if after a while all you really truly desire is a bay. right? This is true. and And it's not just with relationships. Like, Watch travel vlogs for an entire week. And uh, don't be surprised at the end of that week. All you really, truly desire to do is to travel. Because like I said, that which you lend your time to has an impact on the desires that are in your heart. And they influence and shape the desires that are in your heart. Now, if the things that are around us are influencing our desires, then... How do we actually make sure that the desires that are in our hearts are the right ones? How do we check to say, okay, this desire that I have in my heart, is this a God idea? Is this a God desire? Or is this just some sort of selfish ambition, selfish desire? How do we know, right? Because cool, we're spending time with God. But to be honest, we're also spending time with friends. We're also spending time at work. And like I said, that which you lend your time to does have an impact on your desires. So now when we now take an audit of the desires that are in our hearts, how do we actually know, okay, practically? How will we be able to know and differentiate between a God-desire, God-idea versus some other random selfish desire ambition that was influenced by the people that are around me? And so I believe that the best way to really see if a specific desire is one from God or was influenced by other factors is through the act of. Of prayer. I believe prayer is the best way to check whether or not the desires that are in your heart are from God or were influenced by other things. Because this is what I believe prayer is. I believe that prayer is when you present your desires to God and you allow Him to change that desire if it doesn't line up with His desires, right? And the Best example of this is Jesus when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, at this point in Jesus's life, he somewhat understands that the God dream is for him to die on the cross. Right, and he could and he knew and understood that the time was drawing near for him to die on the cross. But the truth is, at this point in time, he had a specific desire that was in his heart. And so, whilst he was in the garden, it says that he went to go pray. Now, remember what I said prayer is the act of presenting your desires. And so, we read in uh, Matthew 26, verse 39, it says that. And going a little bit farther, he fell down on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Do you see what's happening there? Jesus is presenting his desires and saying, this is what's on my heart, right? Now, if this is not your desire, then let's change. Let's exchange. And that's how we can test whether or not the desires in our hearts are desires from God. Because James chapter 4, verse 3, it says, You ask and you don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your evil desires. Now, I'm not saying Jesus had evil desires, but one way in which we can look at James 4 verse 3 is basically, you don't receive because your desires don't line up with God's desires, right? And so that's how we can test whether or not the desires that are in our hearts line up with that which God wants to accomplish and do in our lives by praying and seeing if an answer comes. Because if an answer doesn't come, then what do we do then? Because truth is, there are moments and times when we pray for things and we don't receive them. What do we do? If you read the story of Jesus and the garden, what actually happens is he prayed three times, right? Three times. And I was asking myself, why did he pray three times? What if he prayed three times simply because an answer didn't come after the first time? An answer didn't come after the second time, but an answer came after the third time. Which causes me to think and to ask, what if the third prayer that he prayed was a prayer that was aligned with the heart of God? And that's when an answer came. Because if you read the account of Matthew, he actually documents the first and second prayer, right? But he doesn't document the third. All the other gospels only document the first prayer. And they said he prayed three times. But Matthew details the first and second prayer, but not the third, which coincidentally was the prayer that eventually brought about an answer. And so which causes me to think, what if that third prayer, instead of saying, if this cup can pass, hey, let your will be done. But instead he says, hey, strengthen me so that I could drink from this cup. And then the answer came, right? Or something happened. And so I want to encourage you, Just like Jesus, when he came out the first time and no answer came, he went right back to the Father. When you don't get what you pray for, then choose to delight yourself in him even more. Right? Don't draw away from God. When you don't receive an answer, don't draw away. Go right back into his presence. Right? When you pray about something and you go out and you try and make it happen and things don't happen the way that you thought, don't draw away from him. Don't stop sharing your desires. In fact, go right back and say, God, these are my desires. If this is not your desire, change it, right? That is what we call, that's the kind of relationship that we call to have with God. And this year was a year where I really fully grasped this idea where for me, I never I never used to enjoy like sort of praying at home. I'll be honest, because I used to believe that prayer was just, you know, it, I just I never. I knew it's something I had to do, <laughs> but it's something I never enjoyed. Because I realized this year that I never brought my heart into the in, in, into my prayer time. In fact, I always just brought my head. So all my prayers were based on things I thought were the right thing. Until this year, God showed me that no prayer is when you bring your desires in your heart. And the, the best picture that he showed me was a picture of, let's say you, you, you're playing cards, you're playing poker or something. And now it's time for you to show your cards, to show your hand where prayer is where you first show your hand, you show your cards and say, God, th- this is the hand that I was dealt with. Th- these are the desires that are in my heart. And then and then when you pray, you 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 show your cards. And then when you go back into the world and you, you're waiting to see what the answer will be, that's when God shows his cards and says, this is what I had in my heart. And you'd be so surprised how oftentimes the cards that are actually in your hand how some of them are actually the exact same cards that are in God's hand. And the best way to describe it is through um, sort of an example where earlier this year, in the beginning of the year, I uh, I had a MacBook Pro as a 2012 model and it crashed. And if you've ever owned an Apple product, you know when, when it crashes the first time, it there's no way of bringing it back. It just it it crashes hard. Like I don't know how they built these things, but whatever Apple product, if it crashes hard once, it it just it's like it's never the same afterwards, right? <laughs> so I tried everything that I could to resurrect um my my MacBook, and nothing happened. And so I I didn't have a MacBook. So then luckily my mom said I could use her Dell laptop. Uh God bless God bless that Dell um it, it wasn't like the best performing machine and but you know i just did the best with what i had and i remember closer to about august ish man i just i just had this desire in my heart i it was just like this thing burning in my heart where i was like man like i'd really really love a MacBook because I love creating content, editing videos, making music. And I just like the workflow um when you have, let's say, like an iPhone and a MacBook, and just how you can switch between the two. And you know, so that's the reasons why I was like, man, I would really love a MacBook. And so obviously around this time, this one God was challenging me, the whole presenting your desires. And I remember praying. I was like, God, I don't know why I have this desire, but I just had this desire to, to, to get a to, to have a MacBook, right? So I prayed. And uh, so a couple of months later, I had entered a competition, which was hosted by the Western Cape government, and basically had to design the UI UX. And the winner would win a laptop. They didn't specify you'd win a laptop and accessories up to the value of about 30,000 Rand, right? Right. And so I entered the competition because I was like, oh, man, what if I actually get a laptop? So after I actually prayed about the MacBook, I found out about the competition. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, good. Let me enter. Maybe this is, um, is going to be the best way to, to get a new computer, right? And so a couple of weeks later, I found out that I, I made the top three. And I had to go to the winner's presentation. And that's when they would actually announce the, the winner. And so I remember sitting there and I was like, man, I'd really love to win. But remember, they didn't specify what computer, what laptop it was. And so on the day I found out that I won. And so I was so excited, but I didn't get too excited yet because I'm like, but now I don't know what kind of computer or laptop they're going to give me because what if it's another doll? (laughs) Right? I was like, freak, man, I hope it's not a doll. So I remember I went and I grabbed the gift bag And I looked inside and lo and behold, I saw the Apple logo and I was like, no way. And so I then looked a little bit more and I realized that, shucks, I'd actually gotten a uh, 2019 MacBook Air. And so I remember in that moment, the first thing that I thought about was like, shucks, God, we prayed about this and it's now in my hands. And that's when I realized the power of sharing your desires, that when the prayer, when the prayer is answered, it creates greater intimacy because you're like, shucks, is this what you also had in mind for me? Is this what you also desired for me? And that's why it's so important. Even like the times where literally it's so stupid. I was like, man, I don't know why I just desire peanut M&Ms right now. Right. And. Randomly later in the day, I get peanut M&M's. I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you also desire for me to get peanut M&M's. And and that's what prayer should be. And so it goes beyond MacBooks. It goes beyond peanut M&M's. It also goes to certain situations in your family where you're like, God, this is is just the desire in my heart. And like I said, if you if you don't see what you're praying for, go back, keep praying. If you don't see an answer, keep on praying and say, God, if this isn't what you're trying to do, then change my desire. But as long as I have this desire, I'm going to keep praying, I'm going to keep coming to you, but I'm also going to hold this desire with an open hand. And it is when we do that, that we really truly allow God to shape our desires so that now when it's time to chase a dream, then we can trust the desires that are in our heart, because remember, we've been spending time with Him, and so we can then trust the desires that are in our hearts. And so looking at 2020, I'm going to ask you, how much time are you going to devote to Him? How much time are you going to devote to the God of the dream, if your dream is to follow the God dream? Are you dedicating time to spend time, i dedicate dedicating time to spend time with the God of the dream? And so, you know how we do with every single episode, there's homework. And today's homework, it's sort of, it's like a three-part, it's two-part, three-part homework. The first thing I want you to do is I actually want you to sit down and look at 2020. And I want you to really write down what you desire to see in the year of 2020. I want you to write everything down, vocationally, relationally, financially. What do you desire? Like deep down in your heart of hearts, what do you desire? Write that down. Write it down. Every single thing in detail if you can. And what I want you to do, I want you to take those desires. I want you to go into into the presence of God and I want you to pray. And I want you to pray this prayer. You must pray, God, this is what is on my heart right? But if none of these desires are on your heart, then exchange these desires for your desires. If these are the desires that are in your heart, then open my eyes to the action that I can take. Begin to open up doors. Begin to open up opportunities so that this dream, these desires can become a reality. And so I want you to do that. I want you to really, really write down all of your desires and take it to God and say, these are the desires that are in my heart. But if any of these desires are not on your heart, then I give you permission to exchange these desires for your desires. So that's part one of the homework. Part two, I want you to really look at where you are spending your time. And we're actually really going to go in depth in in the next episode where we're going to be talking about really go, we're going to dive deeper into the concept of how the things around you influence your desires. But for now, I want you to really look at what are you watching? What are you listening to? What conversations are you engaging in? And I want you to be honest with yourself to say, are these shaping my desires in a good way or in a negative way? I want you to be completely honest the things that I'm watching, the things I'm listening to, the things I'm reading, are they shaping and influencing my desires in a positive way or in a negative way? If you say some of these things are shaping my desires in a negative way, then maybe it's time for you to cut it off. Because 2020, I truly believe 2020 is the year of the God dream. It's the year of the God dream being realized. It's the year of the God dream becoming a reality. And so you need to make sure that the things that are influencing your desires are actually influencing them in a positive way. And so you need to take an audit of your life, take an audit of even the music that you're listening to, the shows that you're watching. And you must be like, is this influencing my desires in a positive or negative way? And like I said, in the next episode, we're going to go deeper into this. And I'm super excited to talk about it where I'll be talking about this concept of I'm on a different diet. But that's part two of the homework. Then part three of the homework is this. I want you to look at 2020. I want you to look at your schedule and really ask yourself, am I spending the time that I need to be spending in the presence of God, right? It, it doesn't have to be, oh, am I reading my Bible for two hours? But it's like, am I engaging in conversation? Am I just spending time in His presence? Be it just Even just listening to worship music, right? It can even be just listening to worship music. But you must be honest with yourself and say, am I spending enough time? Where can I take back time and say, you know what, I'm going to devote time to the God of the dream, right? I don't just want to, you know, just be consumed with the God dream, but I really, really want to make 2020 the year that I really get to know the God of the dream. And that's the homework that I have for you guys. And I really hope that This homework will help you because like I've said, the homework, the idea with the homework is to give you practical tools to help you, right, live out the tangible expression of the God dream that's in your heart. And so on that note, we've actually come to the end of today's episode of the sheep amongst wolves podcast and uh like i said i'm super excited for 2020 i i believe that it is going to be probably the best year yet for each and every single person who chooses to step out in faith and live out the tangible expression of the god dream that is in their hearts but hey if this episode impacted you in a radical way and in an incredible way i'd love to hear about it and uh, if you believe that this episode can impact someone else then don't be shy just share this episode with them let's grow this community because like i said chasing a dream can become lonely and so the whole idea with the podcast is to let people know that hey you're not alone on this journey we are all in this together all right. But uh, for me, your host, the Black Sparrow, this has been the Sheep Amongst Wolves podcast. And uh, happy new year. I will see you in 2020. Check you later. Calculator.